Hello there. You're listening to the Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Peter Watson, on Tuesday, no, Wednesday, the 11th of October. Uh, today, I am joined by Jack Eliardis, who is a competition winner. <laughs> hey there, Jack. How are you doing? Very well, thank you, Peter. How are you doing? Uh, very well, thank you. So, uh, today, what uh, story did you pick out of today's Watson's Daily? So from today's Watson's Daily, I wanted to focus on the story about Country Garden, the Chinese property development company. You have to say that, right? Because it does sound like it's all about a garden. <laughs> it does sound like it's all about it. I'm going to talk about garden sentence today. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's a massive property game. Anyway, sorry. Carry on. Carry on. Yeah, I, I, I promise your listeners that it's uh, far more interesting than talking than talking about a garden centre. Yeah. So. Country Garden, the Chinese property development company, have warned that they could default on international debt. Now, the property developer has about $200 billion in liabilities and has said recently that their sales are under remarkable pressure. Mm -hmm. Now, while they haven't defaulted so far, they missed coupon payments on dollar bonds last month. And next week, when its offshore debt could be deemed in default, if they don't pay $15 million by the 17th of October, and that's relating to a September coupon, they've been given a 30-day grace period to make this payment. Mm. In a statement recently to the Hong Kong Stock Exchange, they said, quote, that the company expects that it will not be able to meet all of its offshore payment obligations when due or within the relevant grace periods. So just as a little bit of a backstory on Country Garden... They promised to bring five-star properties and developments into less popular and smaller cities in and around China. Mm. But it seems that focusing on these, uh, these big projects in smaller areas has really come back to haunt them. Now, these developments have accounted for around 60% of their total projects. And as China's economy started to slow down after the COVID-19 lockdowns, property sales in those areas absolutely plummeted alongside mm. the value of the homes themselves. So the question here is, how did this all kind of start? Well, Evergrande, another large developer, defaulted on their debts in 2021, which triggered a regulatory crackdown in China. Mm. Evergrande found itself unable to make interest payments on more than $300 billion worth of debt, which mm. sent the Chinese housing development market into a liquidity crisis. Alongside Evergrande, companies that accounted for around 40% of Chinese home sales also defaulted on debts, which mm. further sort of uh, further increased, increased the liquid, liquidity crisis. Mm -hmm. Now, the importance here is that the property sector accounts for roughly a quarter of Chinese economy. Yeah. So because that's happened, it's pulled down the entire economy mm. and ever since the Evergrande scandal Country Garden has been in trouble ever since now just as a sort of illustration of the size difference between Evergrande and Country Garden Evergrande had around 800 of these development projects whereas Country Garden have just over 3,000 of them across the country mm. so because of this um the other actually one of the other 
sort of domino effects of this is it's not just isolated to the residential property sector. I was reading earlier on today that Zhongji, I hope I pronounced that correctly, uh, a wealth management firm, have failed to make payments on trust products to various companies. And this has created a wave of anxiety throughout China. In a similar fashion, Zhongrong, an international trust, and also a major player in Chinese near $3 trillion shadow financing market, has also missed payments. Now, this trust in China, which typically offer much higher returns to investors and traditional banks, is heavily exposed to the property sector. And it's significant as well because over the last 10 to 20 years, the Chinese real estate market has been the core driver of household investment. Now, the main sort of the main issue for this is that the property sector in China has almost this huge hold over the economy. As I said earlier, it accounts for roughly a quarter of China's GDP. But importantly as well, it accounts for around 80% of household wealth. So it's clear from these issues in China that it's, as I said, it's not just isolated to the real estate market, but there is the, there is the potential for this serious domino effect to mm. ripple through the, the entire Chinese economy. So what people will be very interested to see is how the central government reacts to this, because thus far, we haven't really seen the central government, it doesn't, at least from looking at it from a Western perspective, it doesn't seem as though the central government are putting a lot of plans into place to try and, you know, stop this contagion effect from occurring. Hmm. So the bottom line of this is that this could be catastrophic for the Chinese economy if this well, if this isn't sort of reeled in and if this isn't dealt with. Hmm. So, yeah. Peter, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think that um, it's a good, this is a good topic to talk about because the the, re, the thing is, is in this country, obviously we have a real estate industry, but it's just not on the same scale of importance as it is in China. I mean, you know, it is a hefty chunk of china's gdp it's 80 percent of china's household wealth uh, both the stats that you've already said um and so you can understand why everyone starts panicking when things don't go well for the developers because the developers have to borrow the borrow from the bank and if the you know and if things aren't going very well it there's so many different um you know it, it just there is so much of a ripple effect because let's say you have problems with the developers that means you have problems with the banks mm -hmm. you have problems with the shadow banks you then have problems because those banks in order to cover their losses um they then have to call in debts maybe from other uh companies that have borrowed which then puts um pressure on their finances and it just there is a huge chain reaction now um i've said this before and I'll, I'll say it again um i believe that china needs to make the government needs to make a big statement it needs to come out with something a big you know this okay everyone here is a situation this is how we're going to resolve it this is our plan 
if they do that, you know, I think that they stand a chance of at least stemming the slide potentially, or or at least slowing it down anyway. Because, but thus far, it seems they've taken a bit of a piecemeal approach with doing things with, um, uh, you know, mortgage little bits here with mortgage rates, maybe changing some of the um you know the loan loan rates and things um just to encourage a bit more activity but there's not been a a statement across the board about what they're gonna actually do so i continue to believe that that is what the the uh they need to do because otherwise the confidence in the economy and the situation generally is not as at least not going to improve or what would be worse is if it just you know continue if it got a lot worse so so i think that uh this is a is a very difficult area it's something that we don't probably fully feel over here um but it is something that they very much do feel over in china um and something you know we are getting close to that point where I think something dramatic needs to happen. I mean, we, you know, Evergrande, you know, Evergrande, whenever it was 18 months ago, we heard that that was kind of going down the plug hole. Um, and then it was, the shares were suspended and then the government tried to do stuff in the background. And I mean, it, it they just started trading again recently, but it feel doesn't feel to me like it's changed that much you know the, the the situation has changed that much i might be wrong um but they got suspended again um <laughs> only only as it was a week or so i think uh, after um after they started trading because the their founders and, and other top managers were arrested um so it's not great but i mean i suppose the thing that's going in china's favor in the government's favor is that they really do control the narrative they can control what information goes out about the current situation how it's expressed where it's expressed mm -hmm. so in doing that it means that it can give it a bit more leeway and time to deal with the problem um and it is a very big problem so uh so yeah but uh, did you have any other thoughts on it yeah it's just on what you were saying about we over in the west we haven't sort of it hasn't sort of really affected us. We haven't felt it. I know that uh, countries that are closer to China, like Australia, they'll probably hit, feel the effects of it if it does collapse in the way that it could do. Mm. But we, you know, being the age that we are, we all remember what it was like during the uh, financial crisis, mm. which again was overwhelming. Well, not overwhelming, but it was led by the uh, the real estate sector. It was led through a subprime mortgage crisis so mm -hmm. we know how catastrophic it can be and what the contagion effect can be if it's if it just spirals out of control i completely agree that the it seems odd that the chinese government don't seem to be doing anything at the moment i mean mm. i'm sure you'll agree with me that when it comes to financial markets as a whole uncertainty is the is the biggest killer there needs to be there needs to be a policy or a direction, however good or may or bad it may be perceived to be, 
there needs to be there needs to be a direction with it and it's something that i do i do feel that if it isn't if it isn't brought under control very quickly mm. this could really really spiral out of control mm. uh, we're, t- we're talking about huge companies in a, a part of the economy that contributes so much to the economy that is also tied to household wealth that's tied to as i said wealth management companies trust funds i mean th- those are the two that i mentioned i imagine there are many many more that are also tied to it mm. so the contagion effect of this could be it could be really catastrophic mm. i think i mean yeah I, I don't know i don't think it will get catastrophic i I surely to goodness they'll, you know, the government is going to intervene. And I mean, at the very least, you know, sort of control the narrative, make it sound like it's not, you know, as bad as, as, as it is to give itself a bit more time, a bit more leeway. Um, but yeah, it's, a, it's difficult, isn't it? And, and a lot of, there's been a lot of um, Chinese sort of economic indicators over the last few months that have not, have been less than, less than fantastic and this will be um you know this this will be a major blow mm-hmm. agreed agreed so uh peter what uh what topic did you want to discuss from today's watson's daily well i wanted to talk about pepsico um so the company that owns obviously pepsi tropicana quaker did you know it owned walker's crisps as well i did uh, at all. Yeah, there you go see so you you know um so um so uh yeah i mean i i think that um uh this was uh, this is a pretty interesting story so i mean i saw something um i think it was last week about it in the wall street journal which was talking about how um food companies um so you know food and snack companies have have been really trying to think about and strategize what they're going to do in the face of the massive success or massive early success um, of these weight loss drugs that uh, are gaining in popularity. So uh, Ozempic, Wegovi, I think it's called, um, you know, apparently what they do is they essentially stifle appetite, um, which means that you eat less and the food companies are worried that this is going to mean that people will buy less food and means that they will lose you know all that you know that their that their profits won't be so high um so i think this is uh it's interesting i think there was i think it was morgan stanley that published some research about this <clears throat> um recently uh, and they said something along the lines of um the amount of calories um that people will eat in the next few years is going to be 30 percent less or something um but i mean i think that these these companies know what they're doing so yeah the likes of pepsi etc know what they're doing they've got some decent brands that have done well have a proven track record um and i think that it really does depend on how prevalent these weight loss drugs are going to be now i don't know i have to admit I don't know if it's if they are purely for say let's I mean it's a horrible expression but morbidly obese or whether it's just if you are overweight that you get it I don't know 
Um, I mean, they've got to at the moment. I think that they there there have been lawsuits um, because of horrible side effects um, that some of them have had, um, like basically throwing up the whole time, which sounds incredibly unpleasant. Um, but uh, but I think you know if you assume that that gets sorted out, because I think what I think my impression from that is you you then put that on the list of potential side effects and then you're covered. Um, so it, assuming they work that out, put the money uh, put money in there to give to people who've been affected, then they should be able to move forwards. Um, I don't know whether it, I my <laughs> my gut feel uh, on this is that um, is that it's it's not necessarily going to affect things that much. Um, and it will take quite a long time for this to um, to have a properly detrimental effect um, to these to these companies. Um, but having said that, it is something that they need to take into consideration, um, and maybe they can just put make more efforts to to buy into or develop their own healthier products perhaps um so yeah i mean what, what do you think yeah i i i certainly agree with you on the the aspects of it this this is something that might take a real while to kick in it might, um you know this 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 sort of miracle weight loss drug it might be something that only we must consider as well it might be something that only a small percentage of the population feel the need to take mm. and as, as as you rightly said, look, these companies like PepsiCo, you know, the 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 big, huge multinational ones, they're gonna they they will be looking at this, and as you rightly said, one of the easiest ways for them to sort of hedge against this, if it mm. looks as though this is something that could potentially damage their bottom line, mm. they may just look for smaller, you know, up and coming quote unquote healthy food companies mm. that. If, if they can see a trend that people are sort of pivoting towards them, then mm. it stands to reason that they could, I'm going to use the pun, rather, well, uh, I'm going to use the pun here, um, they might just gobble them up. There we go. Very good. Um, I think, do you know, I think you could have done better timing on that pun there, because I think that you set us all up for the pun, and there was a little bit too much time. I, I think you I should have gone, you should have gone, you should have looked that pun in the eye, and it grabbed it by the throat and just gone straight in. But anyway, that's but yeah. We live and learn. Yes, indeed, <laughs> indeed, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, there obviously these. Uh, if you if you want to talk about puns, uh, the uh, obviously Pepsi. There there were concerns that PepsiCo was going to lose its fizz. Um, and uh, thank you, thank you very very strong, uh, very strong. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I I think that they they should be okay. Um, the main thing is, I mean, the thing is, they've been able to pass on pri um, ingredients price rises relatively, relatively successfully. Obviously, you can't do that forever. Um, and, you know, then they're doing there's there's all the whole shrinkflation and stuff like that. But actually, you could probably. <laughs> this sounds terrible. You could probably disguise shrinkflation as um, making um, smaller packets or smaller cans or whatever saying that they're, what they're doing is they're trying to help people making healthier choices well actually mm. when in actual fact um what they're trying to do is to charge more for for the same stuff but uh but anyway yeah um have you got any more thoughts on that 
Well, I was just going to say it's a very interesting chat and it's certainly food for thought, Peter. Yeah, very good. I like it. I like it. So that was a very strong pun on which to end, I feel. Um, and uh, and I, I can't think of any more. Um, and so I, I shall leave. I should just leave it there. Um, <laughs> uh, so so anyway, um, thank you very much indeed, Jack, for your uh, insight today. No worries. Thank um, you for again. No, no problem at all. And um, thank you very much for listeners for listening. Just remember that we're doing a competition at the moment with the Commercial Law Academy round one, um, which you can do. It only just takes a few minutes. Um, It is going to uh, the deadline is tomorrow at midday. So make sure you get your entries in um, if you want to do it. And if you want to win um, some uh, merch from Watson's Daily, um, mugs appear to be very, very popular. So you can either get mug or um, phone grip. So um, and you'll see on our you know socials what you can do about that. Um, and uh, yeah, it seems that mug mugs are the runaway success at the moment. But uh, yeah, but there you go. But please have a go. It's really it's really not that difficult at all. Um, Having said that, only for was it seven people out of, I think now I said four hundred and seventy. I think we got about five hundred now. Um, last time I looked, um, uh, uh, entries and the uh, only about seven got all the arts uh, the pass mark on the first go. Most people tend to be do it maybe two or three times, maybe more. Um, but um, but yeah, it only takes a few minutes. So um, give it a go. You got nothing to lose. It is designed to be quite fun and then we've got the the next uh the next round to be coming out on friday so anyway um i shall leave it there um i hope that you all have a lovely uh, day whatever you're up to and we will be back again tomorrow many thanks bye <laughs>